yes, we're going to have Hitler ride a T-Rex and you're going to be completely okay with it because you're like, it makes so much sense. Of course Hitler was on the moon and of course he rides a T-Rex, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of Are You Ready for Another? The ongoing conversation about life, beer, and what lies ahead. I'm Michael Moyer. And I'm Kevin Murphy. All right, Kevin. um, What are you drinking tonight? So I'm kicking it off tonight with my first beer. It is Columbus Brewing Company, and it is uh, called Creeper. It's an Imperial India Pale Ale, coming in, clocking in at a staggering ten percent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're gonna feel pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, if I drink all of this and then my next one, I'm gonna be feeling pretty good <laughs> did you uh see friend of the show brent's text message last night <laughs> i actually i saw it this morning um so yeah per his recommendation i am uh doing the imperials yeah. this episode <laughs> i was so I w- hopefully that makes his heart happy yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, you know when you get a late night text message from Brent that you know it's super important, and you should probably uh, right listen to his advice. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so I am drinking the Matchless Juice Bomb um, <clears throat> units. It is a collaboration IPA with uh, Georgetown Brewing, so it's Matchless Brewing Company and Georgetown Brewing Company. Okay. Um. Kind of sticking with that juice theme that we've had for the past few weeks. Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Um, <laughs> now, is this a you got from Tavor? Or did yeah, you just pick this up? No, locally? this is a yeah Tavor. This is okay. This is still from Katie's lot. Um, hence the juiciness. Um, gotcha. We'll have to see what she thought about it, but but um, yeah, I I, I think it's it's decent. Um, I don't know. It's just the more we, we, we do this show and the more our list grows, it's it's hard to I I, I really I you know, I like it, but I'm just like, is it better than something else that I've you know, like right. <laughs> just like right. I don't know, they all they all just kind of start blurring together in my mind and stuff, you know. It, it's it, getting exactly. to the point where it, it it should be if I don't like it, right? <laughs> is, right. Is what right. Is. Like, nope, that gets a zero. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, I agree. I mean, even even you had brought up last episode about the the, the crushability scale, and it's just like, well, what what really constitute a three versus a four? Like, you know, like, so so like you said, do you like it? Yes or no? And is it crushable? Yes or yeah, no? I yeah. I think that's we need to kind of slim it down to that because <laughs> it's just getting way too way too ridiculous. I don't know. I think we need to make it more complicated. We should make it a crushability index of 18. <laughs> exactly. And then we'll yeah. start adding decimal points in yeah. there. Just, yeah. Just like, like well, uh, untapped. And... Yeah. Well, we really need, yeah, yeah, 18 and a quarter, 18 and a half. I right. think that's the way to go in the future. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, like, when, you, when you're scoring beers, like, do you, do you, like, is it kind of a struggle for you? Because that's what I kind of feel like, especially like the more I do this, uh-huh. um, you know, it's just like, well, I could give it a three, but maybe it's a four. Like, yeah. I feel like the more you do it, like the more like kind of, um, you know, uh, 
stressful it becomes, mm-hmm. you know. Well, and I'm sure I don't have my phone in front of me, but I, I think I have looked at my average. You know, you can see like kind of your average scores, uh-huh. and they're somewhere in three and a half and four, right? Okay, and it kind of goes back to my I I hate scales like that because if I literally just had the option to do a one, a two, or a three, <laughs> you know, right. probably a majority of stuff would get twos. The the very few things that are just super amazing, like Hath No Fury, would get a three. And then mm-hmm. things I really don't like would just get a one, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. just because, like, rarely have I ever been like, this gets zero. I think in Untap they use uh, bottle caps as their icon. So it's like, oh, okay. uh, you know, it's five bottle caps, four bottle caps. Like, rarely have I been like, this is so disgusting, I will give it a zero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I might have given something a two or a one, but it, it, exactly what you're saying. It's just, it's like, I'm not that type of person. Just give me, uh, you know, that's why I always liked uh, Sitzko and Ebert's, you know, they had thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm-hmm. There was no, yeah. like, thumb cross-eyed little right. bit. <laughs> 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 you know, it was uh. just like... Yes or no, um, and then they added two thumbs up and stuff. So if you want a little right. more leeway there, but right, right, but yeah, I don't know. It's it, yeah, it gets to the point where it's just like yeah, I, it, I, I kind of like if I feel something is decent, but I don't want to, I don't want to purposely rate something low, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of like when um, I look for reviews on Amazon or reviews on something like Yelp. I if I see somebody give something a zero stars, I don't read their review. If I see uh-huh. something give a five star, I, I might read the review, but I still kind of skip it. Right. What I'll uh-huh. try and look for is the three and the four star reviews. You know, right. kind of get right. a, a thing. And if all, all I'm seeing is two and three star reviews, I'm like, hmm, maybe maybe it is have some issues because uh-huh. people that will rate something a three, they obviously have some issues with it, but they're not like just trashing it because they had a bad customer service right you know? right like oh this waiter did this to me and zero stars you know uh-huh. Uh-huh. stuff happens and you know that type of thing and that's kind of how i feel with with products and like kind of beer in general so when i'll like see a beer when i see bush light on untaps got 0.25 uh <laughs> bottle caps i'm like <laughs> this shall not stand yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I, I think untap they have badges like all these app have apps have tried to gamify stuff so they'll have badges yeah like, hey, yeah you know you right. drink five beers from five different breweries here's a badge or whatever it is and one of them was um um it's some type of uh like it's called like the american badge so you're drinking if you drink six of the ten you know American beer, so like Bud Light's on there, Miller Light's uh-huh. on there, and stuff. And I, I don't think Bush Light was on there, but but it makes me wonder. It's like okay for Bush Light to have such a low um, bottle cap rating, right? That means a lot of people have had to one drink Bush Light and two be like, I need to rate this in Untapped. So yeah. what what type of person? Is like I need to check in Bushlight into Untapped, you know, <laughs> other than to make a point of they don't like it, right? Yeah, like it's yeah, you know, because then you have people like me going and be like five stars, boom, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wonder if you can if you can buy. Um, 
I, I don't know. They they might have really cracked down on it, but I know like you could you could buy like likes like on Instagram and stuff, and it's yeah. like you know robots essentially liking your 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 stuff. Um, and I think there was like a prank video one time of of like there was like a guy like a, a work colleague, and he was like had like five followers and like they just like jokingly bought like 50,000 likes and like his phone just started going crazy and he's just like this is this is insane so if there was a way to like buy a higher rating for for Bushlight I I'm sure you would find a way can I, uh, I I'm sure Bushlight as a beer doesn't really need help <laughs> Right. <laughs> it doesn't need the the, the, the untapped community. Right. To, um, but looking it up, there's actually a buylikes.net. Um, okay. You can get automatic Instagram likes. Receive automatic Instagram likes to each and every post that you make using um, our premier like system. Instantly get real visitors to each post you make any time of the day. Best quality and prices guaranteed. <laughs> I love this. How it works in three easy steps. Post it to Instagram. New media is detected. Likes are delivered. I kind of <laughs> want to like... Like, how much is this? I don't know. Okay, so... I mean, I guess... <clears throat> uh, Forbes just posted their um, list of um, celebrities. I, I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, the highest paid celebrities. Okay. And Taylor Swift's number one. Uh-huh. Uh by pretty big margin and stuff. Right. But number two is Kylie Jenner. Now, here's what's interesting with Kylie Jenner is she is listed under internet personality. Uh-huh. Or something like that. Let me see. Let's click on this. I just want to see. Oh, no, sorry, not internet personality, an influencer. She is an influencer, uh-huh. right? Right. And she's number two. Like, her and, and um, um, Taylor Swift are really far ahead. Okay. And it's like, ugh, she is just an influencer because she was on a TV show, and the reason they were on a TV show is because they just had a TV show, and the reason they had a TV show is because Kim Kardashian had a sex tape, and... You know, yeah. like it, it was literally <laughs> yeah. like, you know, Paris Hilton, you're famous for being famous, you know. Right. And there right. De- definitely takes some savvy behind continuing to be, you know, famous, right? Like, I mean, right. people still want to know what Kim Kardashian's doing and stuff mm-hmm. all these years mm-hmm. later and stuff. But but Kylie Jenner kind of did it differently. And this is why I didn't like that she was listed as an influencer on celebrities list. Because yeah. what, what made her so rich is she has this um, makeup company now mm-hmm. that is like ridiculously huge yes the reason her makeup company is really huge is because she uses her influence on social media to like talk right. about her makeup and stuff but it's like she's a business person now at this point and and so it's weird because then i was like well is jay-z on there because jay-z jay-z doesn't make him any money anymore from his like rapping career I mean, he does. I'm uh-huh. sure he makes more money than we will ever see in our life. But, like, Jay-Z is raking in the money from his business ventures that he has. But, right. like, they're not including that in there. So I don't understand what their cutoff is, like, of, of what they include and stuff. But, um, yeah, so I, I just feel like we need to, you know, use this buylikes.net and we can be yeah. Kylie Jenner. <laughs> 
Because like, yeah. like, here we go. Okay, we can choose a package that's right for us. So are you ready for another? We're going to start an Instagram and we're just going to like be like, oh man, I'm just on the beach drinking, you know, my juice bomb units. Thanks, juice right. bomb units, you know. And yeah. for $52.95 a month, I'd love to know how they came up with this pricing. It's it, You have three packages. Oh, I take that back. There's lots of packages. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, it just keeps going. This is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, um, are you on the website? I, I posted it in our, our show notes, but I'll, I'll, I'll text uh, let, it to you. Yeah, let me take a look at this because <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> so, the cheapest you could do is for a hundred likes per post is $14.95 a month. So I post something and I will get a hundred likes. Uh-huh. And let's try and find the largest package. So that's $15 a month. So for, <laughs> this is awesome. For the low, low price of $3,697.50 a month, <laughs> you can get 25,000 likes per post. Right. And and what's interesting is unlike YouTube, YouTube has um advertising, right? If if I was a, a YouTuber um that had five million subscribers, I could put ads on my video and I make money off those ads. But when you're on Instagram, it's not like you're there's an ad before your your post, right? So and and I'm like, I think they're getting paid to be that quote-unquote influencer, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. um, Matchless and Georgetown Brewing want, 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 want the Kevin and Michael to be seen drinking their juice bomb units, right? Right. And so they'll right. be like, hey, we'll send you juice bomb units. That's how it starts. But when you get big like Kyrie Jenner, she's not going to be like, oh, I don't want free stuff anymore. you got to pay me to um, right. you know, hawk your, um, your juice bomb units and stuff. Yeah. So at what yeah. point... Is it going to be worth it for, are you ready for another, to create an Instagram account and just be like, we're going to be spending $3,700 a month on $25,000 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, man. We'll definitely have to set up an LLC and uh, then, yeah. you know, that way we can just like say we had a uh, a loss this year because we spent four thousand dollars a month <laughs> and generated zero revenue <laughs> i so want to win the lottery right you know we always have those fantasies oh i won the mega Millions. yeah what are you gonna do oh blah 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 blah. my fantasy now is i'm not gonna tell anyone i'm literally just gonna pay all these uh buy likes websites and just uh-huh. to like my like random posts and i'm not gonna change anything it'll be like a picture of my cat and i'll be like i just got four million likes on instagram yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man be like i knew him before he was an influencer he's all big time now yeah getting those chewy deals because of his cats uh-huh oh that's it see chewy'd be reaching out to you and being like hey you know you should uh it, we'd really love it if you like um talked about chewy and i'd be like well i could for you know, five dollars a month, <laughs> right? Right. And you're, and you're like, wait a minute, Michael. We should. We're paying four thousand a month to get these likes. We should yeah. <laughs> ask them for more. <laughs> <laughs> Got to bump it up a bit. <laughs> so yeah, if we bought this largest package, and again, I don't know if this is the the, the number one like buying place on the internet, but um, 
that is $44,370 a year. I mean, that's bigger than a majority of people's salaries in a year. Yeah. And it's for a stupid algorithm that just hits like on a page, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it's just, what a wild time we live in that likes are such an important thing i i remember remember um oh the originators of like the youtube online video meme culture you had the uh star wars kid that was like kind of the dorky kid that was like playing with a lightsaber in his room Uh uh-huh you remember him and then there was tazon day with chocolate rain Um, yeah yeah and i remember um this was before you could make any money being on YouTube, right? So when Chocolate Rain got a million views or something, it was like you had this guy who was an internet quote-unquote celebrity, but it didn't mean anything because he didn't make any money, right? It was just like, oh, you got your internet likes, you know, that's great. Uh-huh. I, th- yeah. I, I just remember an episode of South Park even like making fun of it. Like they were like, oh, we're, you know, we make all this money with our internet fame. But they didn't make any money now, and now it's completely flipped on its head. There's, um, heck, MKBHD, who's just a tech guy that reviews stuff online, drives a Tesla P100D that's a $140,000 car, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it just blows my, I mean, more power to him. That's awesome that he can make money from, you know, YouTube, uh, to live that lifestyle and stuff. But what's even funnier is his, his profession, he's a professional ultimate Frisbee player. Like that's his like quote unquote job. Right. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> I mean, he's, I was watching some of the matches. I'm like, that's impressive. But I was like, I had no idea you could even be a professional ultimate Frisbee player. Yeah. Let alone yeah. like make a, <laughs> a life out of it. I think the only way you could make a life out of it though, is by being a millionaire by, being a YouTube person, and then in your spare time, you are a professional ultimate frisbee player, <laughs> right? Yeah, it, especially now when just like everything is just so. I mean, there's a million people just like you on YouTube yeah. doing the exact same thing, you know. And some of these people got in at the right time, but if mm-hmm. you wanted to try to start something now, it, I would say good luck, you know. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, but the barrier for entry is so much lower now, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, heck, right now, we our, our voices are being thrown about to the the tens of listeners that we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, technology has afforded us this luxury, right? Right, um, right. 20 years ago, um, our Aunt Nancy in, in, in Florida couldn't listen to us, you know. Mm-hmm. And now she yeah. can. Hi, hi, Aunt Nancy. <laughs> yeah. um, and and that's kind of cool. Where you know, I I was talking to my nephew because he has a YouTube channel, and actually, I'll I'll plug his YouTube channel um, in our show. So, Maxwell, you're going to get a huge bump in uh, <laughs> in uh, viewership uh, after this episode. Just watch. That's right. But um, I was telling him, I'm you know, I was like, you know, like I feel like today's YouTube star or anything is the equivalent to, to yesteryear's rock star or movie star, uh-huh. you know? And I, yeah. I think we kind of touched on this on our music episode, and it was just like, man, like, there, everybody had a garage band, you know? Uh-huh. 
everybody yeah. wanted to be a movie star and stuff, but it was like really the people that like dug in their heels and went on the road and sat in a crappy van for two years and mm-hmm. did all this stuff that they actually made it. And now you can literally sit in your home in your basement. Right. And you can just start making videos and they might take off, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And that's kind of cool. But at the same time, there's millions and millions and millions of people doing that now. <laughs> you know, you heard of this Bella, Bella De- Delphine girl. I, I it, it seems like she just kind of came out of no, uh, nowhere to me. I mean, I'm sure a lot okay. of people have known about her and stuff. But she is this... I, I think she's just a young girl, probably in her early 20s and stuff. But she tries to make herself look like an anime character. Okay. And why I saw her is because people were joking about um, she made a Pornhub channel. And so everybody <laughs> like that was into her freaked out because they're like, oh, okay. my God. But then I, I guess her porn channel is just literally her like being like, oh, I'm going to go take a bath tonight. But it's like she picks up a little i'm making this up i don't know but it, it, it's jokes like this she'll be like oh i'm taking a bath it's the title and she'll like pick okay. up a, like a little barbie bath and like take it for a walk or something you know like <laughs> 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 um but then there was this news story that just came out and i was like why am i seeing this in my news feed but i guess she was selling bath water that she supposedly took a bath in you know okay. uh, you know not to kink shame people but i bet people are into that like well i want to buy oh, yeah. bath water <laughs> And so somebody on Reddit did a DNA analysis of it, and there was no human DNA in the bathwater. And he's like, I don't know, guys. I'm pretty sure that she probably didn't actually take a bath <laughs> and, and bottle up this water for us. <laughs> bottle up this water for us. I'm like, oh, what a time to be alive that um, <laughs> that somebody goes to the thing and be like, wait a minute. I'm actually, I just bought, I don't know, let's say it's 50 bucks for a bottle. And I just bought this, and I just I, because I'm a scientist, I just figured out that you probably actually did not take a bath in this water and sell it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of well. I think it's the modern day. Hey, you used to be part of a fan club, right? Um, you would you would be on the you know so and so fan club in the '70s, and they would send you a signed picture or whatever you know for your dues of ten dollars a month. And it's probably safe to say that that wasn't a real signature, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, it was probably yeah. their publicist or their assistant, you know. Um, but th- that's the modern thing. Instead of a signature and a photo, it's it's bath water that's just tap water that their assistant, you know, poured into a glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, Kevin, what would be our equivalent? We've got millions of adoring fans. Uh, we've created our, our Pornhub channel. And, and for people that don't know, Pornhub has, like, tried... Like, I don't know if they're serious, but they've tried to, like, get into the, like, not legitimate video business, but, like, hey, okay. you can create a channel and just post, like, gaming videos and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, because, like, I'm sure... I know YouTube gets a ridiculous amount of traffic, but Pornhub is probably like second to YouTube. So, like, oh yeah, <laughs> so their technology is sound, right? Like they're not some crappy video player. So they're like, hey, we might as well get gamers and stuff coming on here. And I think this is what is starting this. All these, uh, I don't even know what this uh, Belle Delphine 
is considered, I don't know if she's a gamer girl or what, but right. Um, right. So let's say we're getting big, right? We've got our YouTube channel. We've branched out. We've got our Pornhub channel. We've got our, <laughs> we've got our likes being bought for our Instagram channel. Okay? Yeah. Um, our, our, our adoring fans want more. What is the thing that we can fake and have our assistant make for us the the equivalent of bath water that we we took a bath in but not really <laughs> is it like the um uh it could be the remnants of what what beer is left in the very bottom of the can <laughs> yeah or i was thinking like the the glasses we drink out of you know oh like, and yeah then we could have like our signature oh like, uh, yeah pint glass and then we we sign it Oh yeah, and, and of course we don't sign it. We we have yeah. our, our workers, <laughs> and we sell things. it for fifty dollars a glass. <laughs> and then somebody will do an analysis, and we'll be like, we actually drink out of each of these glasses, right? That'll be the like hook for for those really like kinky fans, uh-huh. and and we will be like, uh, yeah, we'll have like a picture of us like drinking out of it and stuff, right? And then somebody <laughs> will do a, a DNA analysis, and they'll be like, there's no DNA on this glass. <laughs> oh man. That would be awesome. Um, like I, I, I remember reading about um, uh, shoot, uh, who's the basis of Kiss? Um, oh, Gene, Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons, yeah. And mm-hmm. like he, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was the like, hey, Kiss is a business. Let's market the crap out of it. You know, they had a, a, a um, you know, all types of stuff you could buy. You could go to the Kiss, yeah. Kiss store and by right. this and that you could be buried in a kiss coffin you know and i remember in the late 90s like reading just kind of how that was that's like the antithesis of the rock and roll lifestyle right man oh i don't want to sell out you know sell out was like the worst thing you could do in music yeah. oh i, I don't want to sell out and stuff and now it's like you are stupid if you don't sell out <laughs> right, right. Like, yeah uh yeah, if you're, you're like... not dr dre with beats and putting your name on stuff like it's like yeah yeah the people who don't sell out don't make money (laughs) exactly (laughs) and you know what i find amazing is how freaking much money is still out there in alcohol like celebrities that get in the alcohol game um i think uh george clooney and um i think it's claudia schiffer's husband started like a tequila company or something. And I remember like looking up the sales figures on it. Actually, I should probably look it up mm-hmm. right now. So I'm not just guessing here, but anyways, it was like in the hundreds of millions of dollars. And I'm just like, Holy cow. Like, I can't believe like the alcohol market is still that big where like a celebrity can start like an alcohol brand and still make shit tons of money, mm-hmm. you know? Mm hmm. Um, did you ever watch Entourage on HBO? No, never watched it. I still need to watch it. it I, I, I think I tried, I, I think we actually talked about this one night, not on the show, but like I tried to watch the first season and it was definitely like, you know, early two thousands. And so it wasn't shot on HD and, and it was, it was pretty rough. Um, uh-huh. and it, it it, it was a fun show for the time, but it's just like there's just a lot of annoying stuff about it. Um, but uh, the main character, uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but um, 
he gets offered some type of tequila contract, right? Like, <laughs> and so, or, you know, somebody approaches him from like, oh, my, my, my cousin, he's in, he's in Mexico and he makes the best tequila. And so he, he starts doing that, that type of stuff. So you see a lot of those okay. things happen a lot. And I was yeah. like, so yeah, so we need to do that. We've got all of our stuff. We've got, um, we're selling our glasses that we drink out of, but really it's our assistant that drinks out of it. Um, and we sign it, but it's our assistant that assigns it. <laughs> so what's going to be, I guess it has to be a beer related thing, right? There has to be some beer that we back called like, you know, um, I'm ready for another IPA yeah. or something. Right. You know, right. <laughs> so now I'm well, like, see, but see what you do is instead of actually creating a beer company to make this beer you just license the name and then like north high brewing is making the beer but they're putting the are are you ready for another label on it uh-huh you know kind of like the, that, the game of thrones uh beer that we had you know yeah yep yeah there you go Let, let's remove the um uh the things that can go wrong with creating our own beer, yeah, we're just literally having somebody else do it for us, and then yep. we can always rev- we can always revoke their. Are you ready for another license to brew? You know, and we just uh, move to somebody else. We're like, take it away from you. We're giving yeah. it to <laughs> Land Grant. <laughs> oh, and we're gonna go to Land Grant. We're gonna go. Okay, Land Grant. This has to be a keg crushability, and you have to really make it the most crushable thing ever. And we will have the, are you ready for another? And then my dad owns a dealership. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the, the sister beer. Oh, I so want a beer called my dad owns a dealership. <laughs> like I would drink that beer, even if it was the worst beer in the world. What, oh, what, what do you think is the uh, worst beer you've ever had? Is there ever oh, a moment man. that you've ever been like, Oh yeah, I'm, I, I can't do it. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I would have to think about that because I'm, I'm taking away like I've obviously like when you drink like expired beer, like yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but like a, a brand new one where I'm just like, nope, I think there was a, um, there was a beer that we had on our show. Uh, I, let me go back and, and look at our beer list here. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was just like, I don't know if I can actually drink this. <laughs> I think it was like, uh, oh, man, what was it? It was like a bub- I think it was like a like a cider, maybe. It was like an apple pear cider or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I don't I don't know if I can drink <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree. I, I don't know if there's ever one that I'm like, Ugh. you know, other than. Once we were at Craig's house, and his dad came over, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you guys want this?" And it was just like Budweiser, uh-huh. and I was like, "Sure, that's fine. We'll drink it. You know, we're gonna be drinking other stuff." And then we started drinking it, and I hadn't had actual Budweiser, and I don't know. I've I've never really drank Budweiser. You know, maybe at a party or two when it was the only beer that was there. But we were drinking this Budweiser, and I was like, "I know it's been a long time since I've had Budweiser. I've had Bud Light." you know, frequently at that time, but 
I was like, I forgot just how gross Budweiser is. <laughs> As we finish it, I think it was just like a 12 pack or something between the three of us. You know, we were like, we were like crushing it and stuff. And I look, I finally look at the like born on date or whatever. And it was like 14 years old. <laughs> and it was in his dad's garage for like 14 years. Oh my God. So it wasn't, you know, it's not like it was refrigerated or anything. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised like each can didn't just like explode when we opened it and stuff. But yeah, so right. that's that's probably like the worst that I've had. But yeah, again, it was because yeah. it was expired and stuff. Okay, my next beer is an Evil Twin Brewing 120 Days Dry Age Stout. This is delicious. Um, it is pretty strong though, so I'm glad I'm sharing it with Katie just because I'd probably be in trouble if I was drinking this whole thing by myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here's what I want to know. <laughs> you have dry aged steaks, right? <laughs> and uh-huh. you have aged wine. Is this 120 days dry aged stout? Is it really a thing or they're just like coming up with a, a fun kitschy title? Because right. you know the fun, sh- the or excuse me, the the can shows like a steer or something, you know, a cow with all the cuts that you would have. You know, here's the ribs and everything like okay. that. Okay, yeah, like yeah. so. I'm wondering if there's some type of description that says why they are are doing that and stuff. But uh huh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they need to age it for 130 days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just keep pushing the limit. That's right. So my next beer tonight is Columbus Brewing Company again, and this one is called Cowboy Bernie, and it is another Imperial India Pale Ale. And <laughs> compared to the Creeper, I think I like this one better. Um, yeah, just has like a like a like a more of a crisp taste to it. Yeah, um, but both uh, both are are really good. This one's clocking in at nine point three percent, so just man. slightly under under. Kevin's um, Kevin's <laughs> gonna be feeling good tonight, Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no work will be done tomorrow because I'll be way too hungover. <laughs> no. Yeah, that that's one nice thing is when we only do two beers. Well, when we when we don't do two shows back to back. Right. When we do one show, which is what we normally do, you know, two beers is a good amount because we can do the higher ABV and it's just your taste and the quality and, you know, you are just, it's for taste. We're not, we're not crushing it. Right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, I think what we need to do is we need to do like, uh, you know how movies do like field audio? Um, And they like record sounds, like sound effects for movies. Mm -hmm. So we need to do some field audio of us crushing beers, <laughs> like physically crushing beers. <laughs> and then so that way, uh, when, when we say it's crushable, it'd be like yeah. smash, <laughs> bottles breaking and, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about, like, I don't want us to lean too much into the crushing aspect because, yeah. like, I feel like. One of the things about the podcast I like is, yeah, we've had two episodes where we get a little too tipsy, and those are fun. But I also don't want to like promote us just getting rocked all the time. You know? yeah. like, <laughs> and I feel like if we if every beer is talked about in a crushing 
aspect it's like adds to that like oh it's just a it's just a podcast about two dudes getting drunk where it's not right really, right know? So, yeah. um, yeah. I don't know. Listeners, if if you agree or disagree, you can go to areyoureadyforanother.com and go to the Get in Touch uh, link up at the top, and you can write us at our email, which is another at gmail.com, and we will definitely get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and, and again, if we ever get anything wrong or you're livid about what we got wrong or got right, you can also just email that and let us know. So I know we're, we're up to, right. I know we're over our initial crowd of people that we know and can talk to. There are definitely listeners out there. I think there's two of them. I think one of them's name is probably Chad or something, right? So Chad, if you're out there. <laughs> Chad, email us to let us know that you are not related to us and you just came upon the show in a certain manner. And again, that's right. uh, at, are you ready for another at gmail.com or you can go to the website and and go to get in touch and, and fill it out. Uh, one of the funniest things that happened um, on uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern, I think I told you about that podcast. It's a it, it's an improv podcast, but they make up uh not only do they make up every episode but everything is canon so if somebody uh-huh. says that you know people eat cows on a tuesday that's like they have to remember 50 episodes ago that so and so said yeah tuesday is for cow eat whatever it is i'm making that up and um one of the funniest things is in the earlier episodes they're like the one of the guy's name is chunt like c-u-n-t um he was like, oh, yeah, you can just email me. It's at uh, chunt at gmail.com. And, yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like, oh, dude, that's already taken. Like, there's already a guy named chunt at gmail.com. And, well, they didn't say that on, on air, you know, uh-huh. but they're like kind of yeah. like motioning to him. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's chunt with six T's. And yeah. so, so chunt, C H U N T T T T T T at gmail.com works but then somebody wrote in was like i've been a bit confused is it chunt with six t's or chunt the word with <laughs> six t like, and so they went ahead and grabbed all of them so i think like chunt with six t's chunt with six d's like there's all these versions oh of that email <laughs> but that's the world you live in when you're you're living on the edge on a podcast frontier that, you know? that's right <laughs> <laughs> So to throw back to uh, last week's episode, we were talking about, and you had posed this question about how my dad chose Ormond Beach over uh, Daytona. Yeah. So he did text me the answer to that. So I do want to kind of follow up with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, before before you start, um, one of my uh, favorite shows that I listen to is called Accidental Tech Podcast. And uh, one of the, the hosts on it, his name is John Syracuse, and he's had a lot of different podcasts over the years. And every show that he's a part of, he has a segment called Follow Up. Uh-huh. And one of the reasons that we weren't really wanted to in- implement this new get in touch feature and get our email out there is if there is a, a situation like what you're going to talk to we can talk about it at a certain point and say, hey, this is the follow-up segment. So on a previous episode, we said this, and we're, we're going to bring it to light. So, okay, go on with uh, what your dad had texted you. 
Yeah, so he he basically said that it it was just far enough north to be out of the crazy shit when you guys were little. <laughs> crazy shit meaning all of the antics going on in Daytona Beach. <laughs> um, and then he also said that I love the view at the top of the bridge of the intercoastal waterway for the first time you guys would ever see the ocean. And so it's this big bridge that kind of oh, goes yeah. over the in- intercoastal. And so when you crest the top of that bridge... You can see the ocean, and so he he loved that bridge, so he can kind of see our reaction when we when we got to see the ocean for the first time. He was so I thought like, that was that was a a good a good story, and not just like, well, a trucker buddy of mine told me to go to Ormond Beach mm-hmm. instead of Daytona Beach because that's where I can get good po boys at or something. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't I didn't know where you're going with that, Kevin. I was just like. <laughs> But yeah, Intercoastal Waterway has its own Wikipedia page, so you know it's legitimate. It's a yeah. yeah so I'm gonna share that stuff. But that's yeah, that's a cool story. That's much cooler than yeah, just like you know, I was driving around and it was like yeah, let's you know, <laughs> yeah. That looks cool. Yeah, right. You know, because I like like today, um, you know, it'd probably be different. Like, it, you know, you'd go on Yelp or you'd go on some travel site you know it'd be like oh best places to stay with a family you know and and you would rely on other people to yeah yeah do that experience other than your dad saying hey i've i've driven this and i I want them to to see this and stuff now what'd be hilarious is if like your dad's like building this up he's coming up on the intercoastal waterway and (laughs) you guys are like passed out or you're fighting (laughs) or like any number of things (laughs) now did your you and your sister fight like on these trips because i mean that was a long drive right i don't think we ever really fought too much mm-hmm. it may be like little bickering mm-hmm. but it was nice because you know she would have essentially our minivan at the time had two rows in the back so so, so <laughs> she would be in one row i would be in my other row it wasn't like we were actually like sitting side by side the whole time mm-hmm. which i think would probably cause more problems but yeah. yeah, we just I think we just kind of got along. I I don't think kids today realize the suffering that kids in the 80s and before had to go through with vehicles. Um yeah, and in the summer. And and let me let me paint this picture. You're in the back of a a a Buick we'll, we'll say a Chrysler the Baron, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't remember what year. <laughs> <laughs> it's got vinyl seats. Well, well, n- not all the seats were vinyl, right? Like the the two back seats had cloth in the middle. It's kind of like my car now, but my car now it's for a reason because they're heated, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but like, so imagine the back two seats have cloth in the middle, but then or cloth where you're sitting, but in the middle seat is like vinyl and it's gray. <laughs> okay. So in the summer. You're sitting there, and if you have any skin touching that vinyl, it just sticks to it, right? Because uh-huh. it's not like my dad would ever pay for air conditioning in his vehicles. Yeah. 
And and I don't even know when air conditioning became standard. Maybe it was just a fancy Mark and and, and Fran car, you know, that had right, uh, right, or, or Helen and Tony that had the automatic windows. Those had air conditioning. I don't know. We never had air conditioning growing up, so it was like when when the Ford Tempo got it in '93. I was like, we are living in style now, you know. Right. But anyway, so we had these vinyl seats, which again would not be a problem if you were wearing jeans or something, right? But uh-huh. but in the 80s and earlier, the best thing you can think about is look at basketball players. Those shorts were like up in their crotch in business. Yeah. Right? Like it was right, right. shoved up there. It, it was all kids <laughs> had shorts that way. Right. I mean, uh-huh. every short just was like, whoop. And now they go down past your knees. It's like it, they've gone too far the other way. It's like we're, right, we're wearing right. shorts now. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what would happen is you would have. um. I had to be in the middle because I was the smallest. Uh, Leanne would be on the right. Adam would be on the left. Adam was like a, a giant because, you know, he was a just 6'2 when he was in like seventh grade or whatever. And so he took mm-hmm. up all the room. Leanne and I are small. But anyways, our legs, not only would our legs touch, and Adam hated it, hated it with a passion if my leg touched his leg, right? And we're in the back of this car. Three kids that keep growing and stuff, and he he would get so mad at me. I'd be like, "I'm sorry." And so imagine a ten hour drive to Myrtle Beach with this mentality. <laughs> and then Jeez. as the day would go on, it would get hotter and hotter. And so the vinyl, my legs would stick to this stupid vinyl below, and it's, so it was just like this miserable existence in this back of this car. And so that's why every time you talk about this fancy van that you had, I'm just like, "Oh man, there was only two of you, and you had your own row." <laughs> <laughs> we had our own row. It's like it's like Kevin living large. There's probably caviar being served in the back of your yeah. room. <laughs> yeah, there was. Uh, we had our own butler. He was. Uh, we had all herbs, uh, you know, being served. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <clears throat> so I was watching. I don't even know how I came across it. The. the I I remember distinctly when uh, late nineties, internet's in full swing, and I would constantly come across uh, internet movie database links for movie stars, and I hated it. I was like, I don't want to read like their their filmography. I want to really see about this, right? You know, I never knew that about you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I hated it. Hated it with a passion. Okay. Okay. And then fast forward to like I don't know. Brett and I are living together, and I don't know what changed, but 2003-ish, I had a laptop for the first time, and I, maybe that was it, because I was just like, I had a computer with me all the time. You know, this is before yeah. uh, smartphones, this is before everything, and the laptop, it was my little 12-inch uh, power book, and so I could have it with me all the time. And then I just, like, fell into this, like, no, now I want to read about you know what so and so did on you know you know <laughs> well who who else did james cagney and i think probably what triggered it was the six degrees of separation with kevin bacon okay. um do you like do you remember that like um yeah like it yeah. was a thing and uh so <clears throat> here we'll just read it I'm, I'm sure everyone has heard of this but let's just say it so the six degrees of kevin bacon or bacon's law is a parlor game based on six degrees of separation which posits that any two people on earth are six or fewer acquaintance links apart uh, movie buffs challenge each other to find the shortest path between arbitrary actor and prolific actor um uh kevin bacon 
So you start with somebody in the 1920s, right? In six degrees, you have six degrees. To, you have six chances to get to Kevin Bacon. People have done it with Hitler. Um, you know, Hitler and Kevin Bacon make it work in those six type things and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. so, so I, I, I think that probably it probably happened before then but like in my mind i'm kind of remember people talking about that maybe at a bar or something and anyways i just started really getting into like watching movies then that's when i watched godfather one and godfather two brett and i would Mm -hmm. used to just kind of stay up really late and watch movies and stuff so i started like being like oh who's that you know and and now it's really easy just to be like on your phone and look that person up and stuff so i'd have to wait until the movie was over because generally we use my laptop to play the movie and and, and I just fell down that rabbit hole of, you know, movie stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah. it's kind of funny because up until that point in my life, um, I would say that I definitely was not a movie buff. Um, I didn't like good movies, quote unquote good movies. Yeah. I mean, every now and then a, a good movie would come out. But let's say when Schindler's List came out in 94 and I was 12 or whatever, I had yeah. no desire to go see Schindler's List, right? Like, it, right, it took me right. till my 20s when I was finally like, oh, I want to see, you know, everybody said it's a good movie. But when I was young, it was Wayne's World, it was Ace Ventura, it was fart jokes and everything. And it was, and then even on top of that, it was even, it was worse movies. It was just bad movies because I stayed at home a lot by myself, right? Um, my mm-hmm, brother and mm-hmm. sister were gone or with friends and stuff and, um, I didn't have a ton of friends when I was young, so I'd, I'd stay at home. Parents would go out. I'd stay up and watch a like Friday night at the movies or like dinner in a movie. I think it was called or something like that, you know. And generally, when they would have movies like that, is because they were free or cheap. You know, they're not putting Schindler, Schindler's List on dinner in a movie on a Friday night. You know, they're putting yeah, yeah. some crappy '90s movie, some crappy '80s movie. And so I grew up like loving all these shitty, shitty movies. Um, <laughs> and yeah. like that kind of spewed into college. And so everybody knew me as like, have you seen this crappy movie? And I'd be like, Oh, of course I have. It's amazing. Like, and I knew it wasn't an amazing movie, but I knew it was like amazingly bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Long way of saying there was a movie that came out and I, I, I think it's like, a it's like a Finnish movie or something, or it's Austrian or something called iron sky. And have you heard of this movie called iron sky? I'll give you the premise. Um, so, the Germans were defeated in World War II, right? Uh-huh. But yeah. were they really? <laughs> um, the story tells of a group of Nazi Germans who, having been, de- been defeated in 1945, fled to the moon, where they built a space fleet to return in 2018 and conquer Earth. <laughs> so, I'm going to oh repeat that, just so people don't have to rewind Okay. It. It tells the story of a group of Nazi Germans who have defeat who have been defeated in 1945 fled to the moon where they built a space fleet to return in 2018 and conquer Earth. So so this is the premise of this movie. It it to me it sounds like an SNL skit, right? Or just like a, a joke um trailer for a movie that you would see somebody make for a movie or something. Uh Well, anyways, like they, the funny thing is, is the movie plays itself. Like they know they're a ridiculous thing. Like, like Hitler's still alive in the movie and they lived on the dark side of the moon. Like, cause of course nobody could see the dark side of the moon and all these Nazis live there and stuff. And, um, anyways, it was, it, it was, it's a very stupid, stupid, stupid movie. Right. 
But <laughs> what made me remind me of it is I just watched the trailer for the sequel. It's called Iron Sky, The Coming Race. And let's okay. just say that Hitler rides a Tyrannosaurus Rex in it. And <laughs> <laughs> it's the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, but what made me, th- what, what, what I was thinking about this, the whole time I was watching it was just, I could think of, uh, Tori used to make fun of me for watching just really bad movies. So whenever Tori and his wife watch a bad movie, they're like, oh, has Michael seen this? And I kind of feel bad because in the last 20 years, uh, not 20 years, last 15 years, I've gotten out of um, horrible movie making watching. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's almost like I'm a hipster with bad movies. I'm like, Iron Sky to me is somebody being like, oh, let's make a really bad movie, right? Somebody would have made this in the 80s. And been really earnest about it and really wanted to make a really, really, like, good movie. But uh-huh. but now when they make it, it's like, oh, yeah, everybody loves bad movies. You know, it's like, I don't know, it's it's it, it's a different mindset. And I've, I've got this weird chip on my shoulder of like, oh, when I watched bad movies, they were just really bad because they were just bad. <laughs> Not because it was talented people making a bad movie. Right, uh, right. But, um I just I, I I think about that, and so like I'm I'm kind of out of it. So whenever Tori texts me, he's like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "Oh, sorry, man, I haven't seen that and stuff." So, but anyways, I definitely want to see this movie. So I, I shared the trailer for Iron Sky: The Coming Race, and I kind of want you just to watch it right now, and we'll c- okay. cut here. And then, oh yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and Kevin just shared Sharknado. Sharknado is a perfect example of kind of what I'm talking about. Is Sharknado is a bad movie, but they purposely, purposely made it as ridiculously horrible as it could be. You know, let's yeah, let's have yeah. Ian Ziering from Nine Hundred Two and O fame. You know, be the, the action guy that type of stuff. There's this little Sharknado and stuff, but um, but yeah, I want. I can't I want, believe kind of, there. <laughs> there was six Sharknados. Oh yeah, I think they. I, they I missed all six of them. Damn it! What's hilarious is I tried to read the synopsis for all six movies. And like you, you literally have the same cast for like the first three or four, and then uh-huh. somebody's like, eh, "I don't want to join for four and uh, whatever for whatever reason, contract disputes, whatever." So their characters written out of the movie, like they die, they get eaten by a shark or something, and then they realize they want it back for the fifth movie, so they'll come back, and the person will be like, "No, I was here all along fighting sharks." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my uh, god! But yeah, here, here. I want you to watch the the trailer right now. Okay, for that, what I just okay. Said. I'll watch the trailer and then we'll we'll meet back on the yeah, other yeah. end. Yep, yep. Okay, so yeah, let's 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 unpack this <laughs> now. Hopefully, my, everybody pause the podcast and they follow the link in the show notes to watch this trailer. It's it's right. two minutes long, so if you haven't stop pods the podcast right now and go watch it and we'll wait and you're back okay <laughs> all right so my very first impression of this was holy shit how much money did they have for this movie because the cgi graphics are pretty top notch yeah it looks like it could be a typical you know action movie that you would see you yeah know, like yeah you know <laughs> and and so looking it up right now they had a budget of 17 million pounds which let's look up the pound conversion uh 21 so 17 pounds to US dollars is 21.09 so so roughly 22 million dollars um is what Okay. So so that's that's still nothing that's not a, a 
a uh, small budget, but that's definitely not a massive budget. I think most movies yeah, now like yeah. cost fifty million. You know. Yeah, or yeah, a hundred million. Yeah. They're like, oh well, we make you know a hundred million. Yeah, I I could easily see this weekend. this movie, um, like if it was made in the United States and they had their typical cr- crap and stuff, I could see this being like seventy five million dollar budget just by based on the trailer because mm-hmm. it does. You're right. You're like, holy crap, this is not a a sci fi channel uh, Sharknado. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So what else did you think? <laughs> So I actually, based on the trailer, I kind of want to watch it. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, <laughs> and so, like, and this is why I was bringing this up based on my crappy movie watching is, like, I fell out of crappy movie watching because of things like Sharknado, right? Like, it, w- it was too in my face oh, of you. Yeah, you, over the top. You, you like yeah. you like my, uh, these stupid movies? Here you go. Here, here's stupid. I'm like, no, that's just pandering to me. This is stupid, but they're like... What if we took it really seriously, as stupid as it could be? Yes, we're going to have Hitler ride a T-Rex, and you're going to be completely okay with it, because you're like, it makes so much sense. Of course Hitler was on the moon, and of course he rides a T-Rex, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And so my second thought, besides the CGI graphics, was... Uh, why do they have perfect gravity on the moon? I thought the moon had like (laughs) double the Earth's gravity. So apparently they must have like these capsules that somehow mimic the... (laughs) I don't don't know, Kevin. Maybe we're getting... We can't get away from our conspiracy episode. Maybe they're not really on the moon, Kevin. (laughs) Maybe they're not. At the end of the movie, they're going to be like, boom, we bamboozled you. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard about the Area 51 debacle recently the great area 51 raid uh, for anyone that hasn't heard of this this is the great area 51 raid 2019 uh definitely was just a joke raid but it's an event um that you can join and they have something like uh i don't even know how many people have said they're attending i but it's I like there's like 1.1 million or yeah, something it, said it, they were yeah, coming it's, it, it's some silly thing, right? The whole the joke started as a <clears throat> hey, they can't kill us all, right? If we just storm there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just <laughs> the, the the idea is they're gonna storm Area fifty one to find out the truth, you know. Uh so anyways, that's kind of the background to Area fifty one, this Area fifty one raid. Now everybody is like getting in on it and making memes and making music videos and yeah and everything and stuff. But <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about it, Kevin? I think all these people listen to our conspiracy episode and they're like we need to prove them wrong that shows this stuff is real. It's not just right. <laughs> air flight or airplane stuff. I mean, it's just coincidence that that uh, Facebook post formed pretty soon after our conspiracy episode, you know? Right. No, I agree. And so I had, I had gotten back from, from Florida and I had the, the girl that cuts my hair it was funny because I was telling her about like seeing the the Apollo or not the Apollo the um Orion capsule the them testing it, and it was so funny because that that's all I was saying. <laughs> I said, you know, I said, you know, their NASA is getting back in the game and all of, and she just like stops. She stops cutting my hair and she goes, "Now, do you believe in like conspiracy theory stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> 
and I just I go nah. I just shake my head. I was like nah. I don't really believe that stuff. <laughs> but the whole time I'm thinking she fucking believes that the moon was a fake landing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. All right. I just shared the, the in our show notes, the Facebook invite. So, yes, right now okay. there are 1.6 million going and 1.2 right. million interested. What I do love is that, like, <laughs> normally with an event, it's the opposite, right? You have 50 people attending going and the interested is like, eh, there's like 100. You know, it's like double because they're like, I might be able to go or not. And... Um, this is all fun and games until people actually show up and like, oh yeah, I don't know if you heard about the, uh, <clears throat> Rick and you know about Rick and Morty. Um, the, it's the cartoon. like a cartoon, right? Yeah. yeah. So in the cartoon, <sighs> Rick and Morty is a cartoon that is like a mix between back to the future um, with with Doc and Marty, right? That's where the Morty character com- name comes from, you know, from Back to the Future, and Doctor Who. So I don't know if you've ever watched Doctor Who, but like, uh, Doctor I, I Who- kind of know the premise of it. Yeah, you do. Okay, so so imagine like that type of thing. So they go on these adventures, right? Like Rick and Morty do, but like so it's the Doctor Who adventures, but it's like a Back to the Future uh, dynamic of it's okay. It's an old guy and it's a young kid and stuff. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, in one of the seasons, uh, I think Rick just because Rick is the the show creator. I think he does both voices, but he was talking about McDonald's had the Szechuan Szechuan sauce like back in the nineties with Milan that came out the movie Milan, and okay. he was just like, "It's it's amazing, it's delicious. I wish you would bring it back, McDonald's. Please bring it back." It's just like really meta, like him talking to the camera, like his uh-huh. his cartoon yeah. character. And well, anyways, McDonald's did this and it brought back Szechuan sauce for like a weekend or something. Okay. Well, it it turned into a shit show, and um, Rick and Morty fans like showed up in droves to McDonald's. Imagine going to the McDonald's in Lancaster on Main Street, and yeah, they got these like five packets of Szechuan sauce that they have no idea what it's for, and then you have. 50 neckbeard fat guys that are, are <laughs> demanding their Szechuan sauce. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and 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 they literally get angry when the McDonald's employees that make minimum wage are like, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Like what like we ran out like an hour ago. And and it was just like they 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 were like protesting like in the McDonald's and there's these videos and everything and stuff. So anyways, it, it became like a joke thing. Uh, it started as what started as a joke of like, hey, oh, I love Szechuan sauce from the Milan thing. Please bring it back. It was delicious. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's so funny. Right. You know, it's oh, let's I want to be a part of it. Like and they had a Facebook group of let's go get Szechuan sauce at McDonald's on April 3rd or whatever it was. And I worry a little bit about this Area 51 thing. Yeah. Is because yeah. It, what started obviously as a joke, Storm Area 51, they can't stop us all. Right. That is a a, a silly thing, you know. And out of those 1.6 million people, <laughs> 1.599 are in on the joke, right? This is a stupid thing that, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to go. But then there's going to be these crazy people there that are probably like Cheshawan sauce, going to be at their McDonald's, <laughs> like starting fights with the people. But the difference is 
they're at a military base and the other side has guns and like yep. i just I, that's where i'm like it goes from being this fun silly thing to just being like ah just please like just make it stay a fun stupid thing and not actually have real dumbasses going there being like yeah you got to tell us the truth right but you know the world we live in there's going to be people doing that stuff so well and and see this is what makes me angry about facebook because at this point facebook should get ahead of it facebook should fucking delete it completely because they know that yeah it might start it out as a joke but there are people oh, yeah. that are not intelligent enough that will show up and they think that, oh, they're not going to shoot me. Yeah. You know, this is fun and games, but no, people would die yeah. because they're trespassing on government property. Yeah. You know? No. And so I I feel like Facebook should fucking get two steps ahead of this and and just delete it completely. Yeah. The the reason there's laws, right? The, the reason you're like, why can't we do this? It's because there's some dumb fuck that <laughs> did that one thing <laughs> that one time, right? Yeah. And then he ruined it for everyone. <laughs> Right. Exactly. The reason jaywalking is a thing in a lot of cities is because people didn't like think through like, oh, we just walk in front of the cars. And it's just like and so somebody was like, and they're like, let's make a law to make jaywalking illegal and then ruin it for everyone. You know, (laughs) and that's all it takes is just a few people to screw it up, you know, but the Air Force apparently has come out on, on this and said, you know, you guys might think this is a joke, but it, you know, it is not a joke. <laughs> and for anybody that that thinks, like, I just, this is where it just, it boggles my mind that there's just, like, it's just common sense, you know? It's just like, why would you ever want to raid a government facility like mm-hmm. that? You know, like, it just, it blows my mind. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. You know, well, like, uh, and it kind of spits in like uh, the face of a lot of people that in Iraq and Afghanistan, and they were in uh, U.S. bases there, right? right. Imagine a similar Facebook post happened, um, in one of our military bases in the Middle East. They can't stop us all, right? Right, right. The the um. Humor and sarcasm in online is so hard to get across of, like, what comes across. And that's why we have so many problems with our social media stuff now of, like, somebody says something and it's taken out of context. But it doesn't matter because you need to know that the the context you say it is in social media, right? Like, it, it can be used whatever way it was. But imagine being a soldier at the base and you see a Facebook post which started out as a joke yeah. Um, and still is a joke to 99% of people. But when 99% of 1.6 million is that's still a lot of people that you have to be worried about. Or, you know, yeah. 1% of uh, 1.6 million, I should say. Even half a percent of 1.6 million you, mm-hmm. you, you need to be worried about, especially as a right. military base. So I'm sure right. they're on high alert like shit. Like, because. Here's the problem is if they shoot someone or do something or escalates it any way, they're going to get shit upon because, oh, they were just having a good time, you know. But at the same time, like the Air Force was saying, no, this is serious. You need to remove this. And, th- and this this comes to the point of like, I'm literally looking at the Facebook page right now. Facebook 
has a billion users. Facebook, there's literally no warning on the page. Facebook should just at, at least, if they're not going to delete it, have a thing that says some type of warning, you know, some type of link that says this is the official response from the Air Force about this event. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Facebook has that power, but they they don't do that to posts like this, to 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 things that are to fake that that everybody shares every day. Oh, Hillary Clinton did this. And it's like, well, that's obviously fake. And but no, it, it gets shared a gajillion times, and there's no like, and they know, but they also don't want to. Here's the problem they're running into is they don't want to seem biased against one side or the other. But it's like, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't care what if you think it's biased. Um, and so all Facebook would need to have it in the little lower left here is just a little thing that says this is the um, Air Force's response. They don't need to, they don't need to like close it out, and not let it. But it's just like it is. I I don't know. It, it's a fun thing that people will ruin the fun for everybody, ultimately, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm even looking at the photos down here, and it's like there's David Duchovny, and there's the It's Aliens guy from uh, uh, the History Channel. Like, I I stopped watching the History Channel when it stopped being about World War II, and it started just becoming about every episode was not uh, aliens, you know? And there's this yeah. one guy <laughs> that became a meme that was literally just like, He's like, well, it's aliens. Like he would always be like the pyramids. They're built by aliens. The <laughs> this they're That's built right. by aliens. You know, and so it's him and David Duchovny like doing the it's aliens thing, which is fun. But at the same time, I I completely agree with you that I'm I am worried because your hairdresser, she's like, she, she's like, oh, I can't wait till we find out the truth. Yeah, of what happens yeah. at <laughs> right, 51. right. <laughs> <laughs> I just lo- I just love how she like stopped cutting and she's like, "Do you believe in like conspiracy se- theory stuff?" <laughs> and I just started laughing inside my head because I'm just like, "Jesus Christ, uh-huh. like this is just what we fucking talked about <laughs> on our episode." And she believes it. Long way of saying, Kevin, is I'm really really feeling like I need some good music to close tonight's episode out. So what do you think? What what do you got for us this week? So I feel like I have the kind of antithesis of summer music. It's been really hot outside. It is kind of the the peak summer month. month. Um, so the Black Keys released a new album recently called Let's Rock. And the song for this week is called Go by the Black Keys. I hope you enjoy it.
So, Michael, are you ready for another? <laughs> 